Welcome to Shootcast, our round nine review. Joining me on the line, as always, is Mark Cashman from Rugby News. Hello, Casho. Happy Rugby Union to you and your family, uh, Anthony. So, uh, yeah, ready for ready for uh, a bit of a chat about the Shoot Shield and probably a bit of Super Rugby b- before that, eh? Yeah, happy Rugby Union. Uh, Swaney, he sounds like he's a uh, man that's uh, basking in the glow of a, a Norse wind. You can always tell... Can't you, Andrew Swain? Oh, absolute spring in the step from Casho. He's come blazing in. It's fantastic to see and listen uh, to. He's um, come in fresh from Ladies' Day up at uh, Rat Park, uh, where I believe there was a Tina Turner-inspired Nutbush City <laughs> Limits uh, on show there, uh, Casho. Yeah, listen, Unfortunately, that's uh, probably all that uh, some of the Warringah fans had to celebrate that day. It was uh, it was a fantastic uh, Nutbush City Limits uh, line dancing exhibition, and the girls uh, took it off uh, sort of quite well. Uh, great ladies' day that they're on 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 Saturday. Unfortunately, the first grade uh, result didn't go their way. No, that's right. We'll get to that match shortly. Before we do, um, Swaney, we're approaching the final round of Super Rugby. Give us the permutations, mate, of this final round. What, what, what's happening at the top? There's a couple of teams locked in. Where are the sides and, and what is it looking like for the finals? <laughs> there was a, there's actually a classic clip from quite a few years ago, which was the old – remember the old rugby club on Fox Sports? I sure do. Back in the day. Yep. And Clarkey used to host it. And there's this classic clip, it's probably over a decade old now, um, where he goes through all the permutations for the final round of Super Rugby. And it it goes for about seven or eight minutes. And by the end of it, Phil Kearns and Greg Martin's eyes are rolling in the back of their head. And it's, it's very amusing. If you can ever get a look at that, it's quite funny. I think it's on the YouTube somewhere. Um, so I won't go through all of them because there actually is so much movement that can happen um, over the uh, next little bit. That probably the big things for Australian rugby are that the Brumbies. They can finish, so they can finish third. That's their best that they can finish. Um, if if they win against the Rebels on the weekend and the Blues lose, but the worst they can finish is fifth, which mm. means we won't have a team hosting a, a final. In uh, in Super Rugby finals, so Ooh. yeah, there's 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 a bit at stake on that one. Um, the Rebels can still sneak into to seventh um, if if they are uh, you know if they they win and then a few things go their way. The Force is still alive and the Reds are still alive as well. Waratahs are pretty much locked into that. I think it's sixth position. So yeah, it's uh, it's a big weekend this weekend. A lot of movement can happen. I think also, Swaney, one of the great things, if it could happen, would be that for the Fijian Drua to uh, qualify for the finals, and hopefully that's at the expense of the uh, the Highlanders, perhaps. Yeah, that's right. And they play against the Reds this weekend in um, in Fiji. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a big game for. I mean, we would love to see the Drua there, wouldn't we? Um, and as a Queenslander, though, I wouldn't love to see it at the expense of the Reds, but. It's um yeah it's going to be a fascinating weekend, um you know every game has something riding on it. Be a great watch this weekend. Just in uh, Waratahs land, um they had a tough outing against the Crusaders, 
bit of rotation, but they still took a pretty strong squad into that game. Um, certainly second best on the night in that one. Unfortunately, uh, looks like a bad injury to Max Jorgensen there, Swaney. Yeah, no good. It looks like he's done his um, MCL, which could rule him out for well, rules him out for the rest of the Super Rugby season. Um, test matches roll around pretty quickly after that's finished, and uh, you know then he'll be looking. I mean, he probably won't play a Test match in that Rugby Championship situation, mm. which means um, you know he, he probably won't play at the World Cup, which would be a real damn shame, wouldn't it? Because he had all the hallmarks of of playing really well, um, you know, and gaining selection. He was really starting to find his straps in uh, in the top grade, you know, at the age of tender age of eighteen. There's been some criticism around how he's been managed, um, okay. That's you know, which I, I I tend to agree with. But you're kind of damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. You got to put your best twenty three on the park every week, and he's been that, hasn't he? So. Um, you know, they've been Absolutely. resting other players. It's probably put the pressure on the 18-year-old and he's now broken for, a, you know, a significant period of time. Yeah. I, I know they play in different positions, but uh, after the performance of Teddy Wilson in New Zealand, uh, who's playing for the Australian under-20s tight side, and they beat, uh, they, they beat the Kiwis over there, uh, you know, he may, he may well be a, a smoky as a third halfback or something for that World Cup squad perhaps. Cash, I totally agree. He he's been outstanding. We've been singing his praises all year, haven't we? Uh, you know about how he's dominated in the shoot shield when he's playing for Easts. You know when he and Jack Bowen are playing for East, they they dominate, um, they win, and now he's gone across the ditch. You know to captain the Aussie under twenties and and proven that he's a star of the future. Uh, you know he's a guy with with so much upside, and I really hope that they. Uh, do consider him for higher honours at some point. Maybe a bit early now, but you know, maybe maybe soon. Yeah, he's definitely been dominating the shoot shield, as you say. We've been singing his praises. Um, Easter are a different beast uh, with with him in the side. Excuse the pun. Um, <laughs> can I give you another little crystal ball potential Wallaby bolter from left field and from shoot shield land? Yeah, or, go absolutely go. I'm intrigued. Mahi Vailanu. Yeah, yeah. It's just playing so well off the bench, and he's got um, great skills, great distribution. He's a really tidy line-out player. Um, I know he's sort of been a squad player at the Tars, not quite always been the first-choice backup, but I really reckon he's cemented that spot. And um, I don't know. I just It's just going to be really interesting this year, Kasha, with Eddie Jones, how fresh his eyes are going to be and how many guys he picks out of the blue. He's certainly, over the past 12 to 18 months, fixed up his line-out throwing because yep. when Gordon won that premiership, uh, he was a bit uh, he was a bit hit and miss, really, wasn't he? Sure. He, was bit, yep. Uh, yep. he was a bit Phil Kearns lightning, ne- never never struck in the same place <laughs> twice for, uh, for some months. and uh, But they, mm. they managed to uh, work their way through that. And he's obviously polished that part of his uh, his his game plan, hasn't he? So uh, yeah. it's uh, and he's very good organising the, the the back of the rolling mall. And uh, as as we've seen throughout Super Rugby and and the Shoot Shield, it's a it's a very important part of the game. And uh, I think it's going to be pretty important uh, at, uh, at at the Rugby World Cup. 
Well, Eddie Jones took two halfbacks from the same franchise, the Brumbies, didn't he, Swaney? Yeah, that's right. He picked uh, yeah, he picked Ryan Lonigan and Nick White. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that that third hooker position is an interesting one, isn't it? Because you've got to take mm-hmm. three hookers to a World Cup. Yeah, um, yeah. You got to have you got to have a spare up your sleeve. I, I don't care who he takes. I just want to see someone who can hit his line out. That's all I care about. Someone yeah. who can go in straight and hit their mark when they're needed. That's that's well, all I care about. Parecki can, but he's – I know David, and he's always been a bit of a Formula One car. He's got a lot of moving parts. He's unfortunately can sit the odd one out. So we've got to have confidence uh, in the bench, don't we? Mm, oh, spot on. Absolutely spot on. You've got to have – um, you, you've got to have three guys who set pieces their number one priority. Uh, given you know, just listening to Eddie speak as well, like that's that's been stuff that he's been talking about as well. So yeah, um, yeah you want beasts like Jordan Wallace was picked in that in that initial uh, Wallaby squad, but then you watched mm-hmm. him on the weekend just gone. They had an awesome game against the Force, but there was a few lineouts that were just real skew if. Totally. Um, before we jump into the shoot shield action. Got to make mention, Michael Hooper's farewell game at the football stadium this weekend. Uh, huge occasion for a huge player for New South Wales rugby and indeed Australian rugby, Mark Cashman. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, uh, part of that uh, 2014 uh, uh, Super Rugby title winning, winning side and uh, has just been there or thereabouts playing playing 80 minutes just about uh, every week and you know, a, a lot of people could say, oh, what's he going to do next year? Why hasn't he made up his mind? And I, I think he, he hasn't announced what he wants to do next year simply because he's he's not sure. So uh, yeah. I think he's going to, um, you know, uh, sit back, watch the uh, watch the, the season unfold, hopefully with, uh, with, with some success coming his way. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be his last... Uh, Last home game with uh, with the way these Super Rugby finals are uh, uh, panning out looks like it, uh, it it might be time on the road if uh, if the Tars are going to progress from quarterfinals through the semis and uh, perhaps even final. Yeah, I dare say he's he's probably got you know one eye on life after rugby. You'd think, Swaney. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you he took that break uh, from Test rugby last year, which we yep. saw, and you know yep. he cited. Um, you know, a variety of reasons, mental health reasons, and, and he wasn't in the right headspace. And and I, you know, you yeah. just kind of feel like he's got, you know, he's got um, young kids now. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a guy who has just taken so much punishment over the years on his body. And you're right, he's probably just thinking, you know, is it is it all worth it still? Like, yeah. Um, you know, I wish him all the best. He's been a tremendous servant to Australian rugby. He has absolutely full rights to choose whatever he wants to do with absolute guilt-free. And, um, you know, I hope that um, – I, I just hope that it comes with some silverware, uh, you know, which is coming, you know, at the back end of this year uh, because he deserves it fully. Yeah, no, he certainly does. I, um, I messaged Michael last week because I got approached by a local dad to – Wonder if I could put Michael in touch with him. He's a young under fourteens player with the Manly Savers, and he was a captain. He didn't know much about captaincy and whether Michael had any tips for him. And I, 
I begrudgingly text Mike because I'm sure he gets lots of these requests, but he was straight onto it and um, called the young fella and had a good half an hour on the phone with him. So, Is that uh, right? Jeez, yeah, that's good to hear. Still doing all that kind of stuff behind the scenes. And I know he's up at Raiders training the other week. So he's um, certainly awesome in that regard. And, uh, you know, hopefully him and his family get a, a nice farewell. And, um, yeah, we'll see what the future holds for Michael in the near future uh, very soon. Righto, um, let's get into the action. Uh, top of the table match at Chatswood Oval. Um, Hunter, who were top of the pops, taking on Gordon in second place. Um, very, very tight game. Gordon have come out in top. Gordon 22, Hunter 21. The wildfires here, Casho, they've got to be looking at this one as the one that got away. They're up 14-0. In the 23rd minute, um, there was a break uh, on the far side, cross-field kick. Uh, ended up finding it's uh, in the hands of uh, Nate De Terry. Um, he had a player on his inside, the fullback to beat, didn't pass it, gone to ground, knock on. Um, it was a try under the post for all money. Going to halftime 14 nil. first play of the second half, and it's an 80-metre intercept to Barry Correa. So, God, they'll be kicking themselves, I reckon, the wildfires. Yeah, can only agree with those sentiments, Burjo. I think uh, I think he... I- I think he had four members of his family on the inside and uh, mum and dad on the on on, on the right hand right. side because they were all lining up to get that last pass and he, yep. he thought that he uh, he he could gas them and uh, anyway the uh, uh, some pretty good defence from uh, desperation defence from Gordon uh, managed to uh, snuff that one out it would have been it would have been under the post and uh, and and twenty one nil and I think that's probably. A bit too much for Gordon to sort of come back. But as you were saying, Barry Carrera had that intercept shortly after the break and they were back in that game and playing a chats with Oval, you know, the old uh, Gordon, Gordon yep. uh, chant was uh, was going and uh, away they went. 54 minutes, uh, Gudgeon scored a try, it's all tied up. And then uh, William Terry uh, scored the, uh, the go-ahead try. Yeah. Uh, uh, after a, a a bit of a schmozzle in and around that um, that five metre mark, and uh, he he's gone over. All of a sudden, Gordon after being down fourteen nil or up nineteen fourteen. But uh, the wildfires uh, have um, have some steel about them, and they they managed to uh, get back to the lead to make it twenty one nineteen with that. Um, uh, with 12 minutes to go with that with that try, but uh, mm. Gudgeon uh, knocked it over in the last minute with that that penalty goal. So 22-21. Uh, it's um, it, it's it's probably that I I I I think Gordon are the best side in the comp at this particular stage. The wildfires aren't that far behind them if they uh, if they execute their game plan. Yeah, I'd um, agree with all of that. I think. Um... It was uh, a real titanic battle and maybe a little bit of a preview towards the final, Swaney. Yeah, I was going to say, like it was no doubt that's the two best teams in the comp fighting it out. And uh, it goes to show just how, you know, tight this comp is that uh, they were, you know, able to only be separated by one point. Um, You know, I thought Will Terry, you you mentioned him before, that try was, um, you know, pretty good. He, He... it was, you know, pretty good individual effort, really, wasn't it, to score yeah, that try? They're very strong, and he he was the man that that ran down uh, and made that try saving tackle. Also, yeah, um, you know, knocked the ball on. So it was, you know, he he's 
responsible for 14 points on his own. Um, you got to say, and uh, yeah, it was it was a, a cracking cracking sort of a game. Um, I just I, I really like um, as Casho said, I really like the way that um, that Gordon. Uh, plays their rugby at the moment. They're just uh, they've got some they've got some gas. They've got some grit up front, and um, they can they can adapt their game plan to win games in certain ways. Um, mm. That you know, which is quite different to quite a few other teams. Well, it was a good win considering um, Harrison Goddard and Jack McGregor um, were both out. Um, I dare say that will be the same this weekend. So it'll be another test for them. Um, but um, as you say, finding ways to win. Uh, I believe they're um, not playing with the. I don't look at the stats uh, like most of the coaches, but I, I've been told Gordon maybe not playing with the ball in hand as much as you know maybe Billy Melrose sides usually do, and being a bit more selective with their kicking games. So it's um, an interesting observation, and, and Hunter is sort of the same. So maybe some teams doing um, more with less, so to speak. It's uh, yeah, Jazz, It's pro- probably not surprising, really, because uh, yeah. their strength is is from one to five, and, and their back row goes goes pretty pretty well uh, as well. So uh, you know, Tristan Fully's uh, a real unit uh, close to the try line, and that's uh, that's where the points are coming from. So you keep going back to that well, don't you? You do. Game at Manly Oval. Uh, Manly too good for the Southern Districts. Manly forty five. Southern Districts 24. Uh, Manly made about three or four rotational substitutions for this one. Uh, a bit of a freshen up. Zach Barnabas um, made his way to the pine with Ben Gleeson and Ruan Deploy. I think there was one other. Um, but uh, Manly still started off pretty tight, but really sort of were pretty in control this one from the get-go. Um, good win at the Village Green. And um, so far, so good at Manly Oval, uh, Kasha. Yeah, yeah, they've uh, they've had some very good wins there, and uh, you know they're uh, they're packing it out for, with their Colts there on Friday night, and then uh, then everyone's following up for uh, a day of uh, grade footy. So mm. uh, things are things are ticking over quite nicely there for uh, for, for the Marlins. But uh, yeah, they're uh, they uh, they they started the game well, and uh, you know played uh, played probably away from Yule Yule. I, 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 yeah, I he did get. All the weekend, yeah. From uh, from from watching the uh, the uh, the actual replay, but that's uh, that's that's probably a good thing because uh, you know, like he's uh, he's 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 not going to win you uh, games uh, from week to week, is he? So, but seven tries says something about it. But uh, and uh, obviously, uh, some of the juice uh, that Sutto's had the uh, the week before was uh, was drained out and not uh, not uh, about. Uh, Last weekend at uh, at Manly Oval. No, South will be a little bit disappointed after knocking off Hunter the week previously. Um, but uh, yeah, not quite in this one. They did score some nice tries late in the piece there, though, Swaney. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's a you know a bit a bit to the scoreboard at the end, but you know mm. they, they were far too good, Manly, weren't they? Um, you know, I, I think you're right, probably right, Casho. The emotion of you know knocking off. Uh, the competition leaders the week before might have just got to them a little bit as it as it tends to do, um, you know. With when when those sorts of uh, wins wins are had, um, and yeah, Manly, you're right. Home form they're almost the opposite to the Rats at the moment. The Rats can't buy a win at home. Yeah. Manly at home, 
Undefeated. Uh, that into a bit of a fortress, the old village green. Yeah, Manly and Gordon, the only two sides, I think, with the undefeated record at home. So uh, still standing. What's pleasing about Manly is they have uh, not without quite a few without quite a few players, and they did make rotations. I mean, Hilton Brand's away and Blacklock's come in. Uh, Nick Brown, who's been a, a cult and a lower grader. Byron Leach has spent most of his time in reserve grade. Um, Wilson DeLue came in for deploy. Lewis Dennett spent most of sec- last year in second grade. So I, I think that's a, a good sign of the depth with, um, you know, some players coming back this week, Casho. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned Lewis Dennett there. I, I, I thought he's been uh, very compact and, uh, and and being one of the better performers at, uh, at yep. 10 through, through, throughout the competition. Throw in his goal kicking, and he's uh, he's quite a valuable uh, number to, number ten to have, have have in your side. But uh, it seems like uh, the Marlins are exposing a lot uh, to that wider squad. You know, it's not just uh, it's not just the the one to fifteen in uh, in first grade, is it? It's uh, yep. it's important to have that that exposure at, at, at this time of the year, and then you can you can knuckle down and uh, you know come up with your. Uh, with your uh, your your A and your B sides, can't you? I reckon uh, one of the consistent performers for Manly as well has been Ollie Horn at fullback. He's just yep. he's just been solid, hasn't he? And no, he's just he's a very solid. Player. He's a solid player. He's got a good boot. He's he covers the ground well. He's fast. He's got good. He's got distribution. a great. He's got a great high take too in the air. He, yeah, which uh, off the kick kickoff on the weekend. I think he won the first one cleanly and made a break for the twenty two, and he's. Um, he does about two, three, four a game, you know. Uh, it's really valuable getting that possession. And he yeah, doesn't make ab- mistakes. And every time he goes into contact, the ball comes back. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, um, you know, when you're talking about a bit of rotation and sort of squad members coming in and out, to have that consistency in a player, particularly a fullback, is uh, is pretty handy. Yep. Now, uh, Berger, you're, uh, yes, you're number eight, you're manly number eight, uh, Coco. Where's the number 18 jersey? Surely... Surely, Virgil and Property Services can kick the ten and uh, and get it get a a proper number eight jersey for him, can't you? Uh, mate, we sponsor the number seven, so we don't have too many issues with young Barnabas or Hunter Ward at the moment. Hunter Ward, but, um, yeah. But um, yeah, no, uh, I I I don't know. I mean, Gleason has been the number eight, so I don't know whether that was actually the squad number on the weekend. I'm not sure, but um, yep, yeah, t- point taken. Maybe it is a, a bit of a size thing, but. Anyway, we'll move on to uh, the really good game out at Coogee. And got to say, it's a resurgent Eastwood these days, Swaney. They've, um, I think they're up four on the trot. But um, after a bit of a sort of hickledy-pickledy start, which we talk about with Eastwood, can be, you know, a bit of an annual thing. They look like they're back in the groove. Absolutely. And, you know, the, it was a it was a gritty kind of a win. It's very um, very Ben Batcher-like, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, you'd, it looked like Randwick were almost going to run away with this one for, for a little while there. And then um, he, he brings on, is it Sione, is it Tua off the yeah. bench? And he yep. he was awesome. Changes the game for them. They've got, you know, Michael Isley in the form, uh, again, of his career. He's, he's been wonderfully consistent this year. Um, and then... You know, Matt Minogue, just um, just the puppet master there. Um, I, I just feel like they 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 play in their own lane, and it's hard to beat. Yeah, they're um, they've just seemed to have found a groove, and as you say, um, 
look like a real football side. They, they've got, they're just sound in all areas, which is, I guess, what Eastwood's been the hallmark of their success. Nothing too flash, Casher, but it's effective. No, and I think they've, uh, they've, they've obviously were a little bit underdone earlier in the season, and that's yeah. uh, that's why they were falling falling out of games late. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just looking at the scores here that uh, they rattled home with, uh, with with two tries, and all throughout mm-hmm. the afternoon they've got Matt Minogue uh, banging those goals up. So he's yeah. a he's an invaluable part of their uh, their recent success. It's going to be interesting if uh, Tane Edmed comes back to club level. How they'll Work that out because you don't want to be shifting on Minogue, I would have thought. Um, he's just um, man in form, but I'm sure they'll be able to work out a way to accommodate both. Um, can play fullback apparently, Matt Minogue. There you go. I guess Edmed could play there as well and maybe 12, but um, I'm sure they'll work that out. But uh, I thought Ramick, you know, was still, uh, you know, very sort of uh, good value in this match. Uh, Houston and Jackson Moe's, um going along well. So I'm sure um, the Wicks will just... Uh, just want to keep in that in that top six. I think there's a message for everyone. Just keep in the top six. And as Gordon showed last year, gets the finals uh, uh, in form and fit is the way to go, Swaney. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Um, you know, they've probably been one of the more inconsistent teams in the comp, haven't they, Randwick? But yeah. it just seems to be the same names popping up every week. Jackson Moey, yeah. uh, Cormac Daly, Kobe Milne. Um, yeah. You know, those guys are... You know the and Ben Dowling as well. When he gets on the field, he's he's great to watch. Um, they seem to be the guys that the sort of talisman of this team. Um, but yeah, they just they'll certainly be craving a little more consistency in, as we sort of approach the second half of the season. Yep, game at um, University Sydney University twenty one West Harbour seventeen tight game. Um, I thought Clunish Ross and Kennywell uh, really stole the show on this one, Kasha. Yeah, yeah, particularly Kennywell uh, in in the centres. There, he's uh, he's been used uh, generally on on the edge at uh, most of the uni sides, but I think he's he's really found a home at uh, in in that number twelve jersey. He made yeah, uh, yeah. made a couple of breaks and laid, laid on uh, two tries. Uh, mm-hmm. One to uh, one of them was to uh, to Clooney's Ross, uh, but uh, yeah, it was. One of those real tight struggles that uh, West Harbour brings to the table these days, and uh, you know they they weren't without their uh, their chance to win at uh, West Harbour. So uh, some some good work there from uh, their number ten Hunter Hannaford, and their uh, their forward pack uh, went went very well. That uh, that rolling ball close to the uh, the try line worked well again, and uh, Albie Alcock, I thought. Uh, Continued to uh, to impress uh, the, the the young hooker, so uh, I think uh, Tree Cameron Trelaw is doing a uh, a very good job there, and uh, Uni just uh, well they're 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 clicking they're clicking they're probably a bit clunky, but they're uh, they're uh, putting one foot in front of the other at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, uh, just quickly on West before we talk about Uni again, I they've got the best defence in the comp, I believe. Um, I bumped into Tree today uh, in Manly and uh, had a quick chat with him, and he, he's uh, you know pretty happy. He's just coming out the wrong end of results, I guess, Swaney. They've been competitive in, in everything, and um, just a couple lately haven't gone their way. It's so true. I mean, they you, you watch their games; they dominate yeah. possession, yeah, uh, field position. Their set piece is really good. Mm. They just can't get points on the board. They can can't they, get out of the trial I mean, line. They're struggling to get tries. Yeah, yeah exactly. Their, their forward pack, like it's, it, you know, it, it looks like it dominates games, but 
you know, they just can't quite get the points on the board, you know. And, and then you look at sides like Uni where, mate, a couple of those passes from Clooney. I reckon Clooney's Ross is the key to the Uni yeah, back line. A couple yeah. of those passes that he ripped from left to right across, you know, flat balls to put guys into space um, were, were outstanding. And that, you know, that's just really hard to defend. But, um, you know, Wests aren't far away. The Pirates, they're very, you know, that once they start getting a couple of their, you know, they've got a few guys out as well. Like, you know, that Nathena in the back row, Satawala, Beetham, mm-hmm. um, you know, Clementson as well. Like once they get those guys back on the field, it could be um it could be a different second half of the season for them. Yeah, you talk, you're talking Clooney's Ross there. It, it just sort of shows you how important uh, to any of these first grade sides. The average age of a shoot shield side these days is around 23, 24, whereas mm. it probably used to be in the in in the late twenties uh, back back in the day. And and just having an older head around there. That's uh, that's that's been around the uh, the oval a couple of times is is significant and that's uh, that's that's what you're getting from uh, from guys like that. Perhaps that's what uh, what Cameron Terrell needs in his back lot. Yeah, I think that's spot on, Cash. I think getting uh, a group of guys to hang around together in this comp uh, long term is probably proving more difficult just with the attractions of heading offshore and emerging markets like America and. Uh, that's probably sort of uh, destabilised a few teams in that regard. Um, all right, let's head up to the game at Pitwater Rugby Park where uh, Casho, when he one foot in the ladies' day tent, <laughs> one foot in the grandstand, uh, it was a bit of a dance uh, for Northern Suburbs. A big win at Rat Park, North 49, Ringer 21. Um, I've watched this one. I really felt that um, North just carved Ringer up, particularly in those outside channels there, uh, Casho? Yeah, very much so. I thought uh, Jude Gibbs was very good. Brody Lever and particularly Boston Carapa, yeah, I thought Carapa yeah, that left edge in the second half was yep. was very impressive. I, I, I think he's got rip football written all over him. And uh, in, uh, in, the, in, 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 in the middle of the field, Declan Carroll ran the line out very well, scrummed very well, and then, uh, you know, pushed through... Uh, Pushed through uh, a couple of nice passes. One of them led to a try to uh, Jude Gibbs in, the, in 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 that first uh, first half. There, Norse put on a bit of a, a bit of a clinic in, in in that second half. Ended up being a, a forty nine point win for uh, for Norse. But uh, on the uh, on the ringer side of things, I thought um, perhaps they need to uh, think again about Ben Maher at uh, number ten. He looked distinctly uncomfortable and awkward. At, at times uh, throughout that match, I'm I'm not sure what their options are there at at, at, at the moment, but uh, that's something to consider. But uh, the, the fullback there is an interesting story, and it's Christian Townsend, who's uh, mm. uh, Gregor Townsend's son, who's come out for a bit of uh, yep. for a bit of uh, Northern Beaches uh, rugby, following in his old man's footsteps. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, Gregor is obviously a former rat, so as you say, it's when you're following. In his old man steps, he had a couple of nice little breaks in this game. I thought so. Maybe, maybe some promising things to come there, Kasha. Yeah, yeah. Elsewhere, Ringer, I thought Seb Wildman did uh, yep. did some uh, good things there. Wes Thomas was uh, was very effective uh, through through uh, throughout the game. But uh, you know, listen, when uh, when when you don't tackle in those uh, in in those. Oh, yeah. uh, 
uh, outside channels north will uh, carve you up. It was probably the most impressive performance since about round two or three, I thought. So uh, yeah, uh, the the uh, the North trains back on the back on the rails. Is, yeah, they is, seem is to be. Oh, sorry, gone. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah. is Connor Hickey injured at the moment? Yeah, yeah so. he's, um, he's, he's got a two- or three-week injury. So yeah. I mean, he could be the man that steps into that 10 jersey, you know. We, we saw mm. it last year, his ability to steer the team around. Um, I, th- I think Ma is definitely a sensor or a fullback, I would have thought. I, yeah. I I think 12 or 13 might suit him at shoot shield level. Uh, Listen, he's, he's a very talented player. He, he just looked yeah. uncomfortable and awkward uh, yeah. at times. Uh, admittedly, he wasn't getting great ball from his uh, from his forwards. but um, It's hard in a, in a pack that's maybe not on top as well, isn't it, Swain? It's a difficult position to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it Everything just looks easier when you've got a good pack, doesn't it, uh, when, yeah. you, when you're yeah. in a back line? Yeah. Um, you know, they... They are yeah, absolutely right. It, it, you know, and that's probably the reason he looks uncomfortable because he's just on the back on the back foot the whole time. Yeah. So, um, Cash, it looks like Norse are maybe getting some troops back, looking a bit stronger uh, than they were a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you know they're, they're they're missing Henry O'Donnell, who was uh, yeah uh, with the Australian under twenties, and he he looks like he'll be gone for the next. Uh, Period of time, but uh, I thought Nathan Russell did very well at thirteen. Mm-hmm. You know, his um, his game suits playing against uh, different teams. But uh, yeah, there's uh, there's a few people uh, filtering back, and there's a second rower coming up from uh, from the Rebels uh, late, later in the year who was uh, played at Wasps. So uh, yeah, there's uh, there's 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 uh, a, a few guys uh, on 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 the way back. North's looking good. All right. Uh, final game of the round uh, was over at Wallara. Eastern Suburbs 21, Western City 2 Blues 36. Very happy for the 2 Blues personally. They've been so close to winning in the last four weeks and couldn't quite get the result, but um, well-deserved. Uh, your favourite player there, Sweeney, Sui Sui, with the hat-trick. He was, uh, he was outstanding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was a pretty impressive sort of hat-trick too, wasn't it? He Oh, um, awesome. He really carved them up at times. Um, mm. Absolute beauty. Uh, yeah, so uh, actually a lot of their tries were just spectacular, weren't they? Um, well, they're great to watch. Yeah, they're just exactly right. They are, they're they're awesome. an entertaining team to watch. Yep. Um, you know, Sui Sui was, was directing them around and then scoring, doing it all himself. The centres, Fiverr Fiverr and Modern um, Dreket were um, – you know, on fire as well. When those guys start playing with confidence, you know, I mean, they can easily get the confidence knocked out of them early in games. But when they when they get on the front foot and play with confidence, it's outstanding to watch. Yeah, no, I I I've talked to a lot of uh, players and uh, coaches this year, and they're all unanimous in saying they are a tough team to play. The two blues. Uh, Maybe a bit reminiscent of a, a poor man's drawer somewhat. There is a bit of a Fijian flavour running through yeah. the two blues, of course, there, Kasha. Yeah, and on the, on, on that left edge, they've got Namani Nadola who uh, who laid on uh, the final yep. pass for, uh, for for two of their tries. So uh, you know that's you know he's, he's probably going to have a continuing presence uh, there with, uh, with with the two blues before he uh, 
before he calls it quits. But uh, he was particularly effective and uh, the confidence that he gives to the the other players around him must be significant. Yeah, it's um, another disappointing day for East though, isn't it? They, uh, oh, I've been hard to get a read on this year, Swaney. Yeah, and you know what? I think it comes down to, again, uh, and this is no disrespect to the young players that are playing in these positions, but Teddy Wilson, Jack Bowen aren't there, and yeah. East are a different team. Totally. They just they they are a class above those two guys, and mm-hmm. they 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 win you games um, quite clearly. And when they're not there, we, we see what happens. All right. Well, officially at the halfway point, um, we might save power rankings till next week because we have a because we have a buy uh, next weekend. So next. Early next week's pod, we'll, we'll see where everyone's at. But at the moment, um, our top three, well, let's do our top six. Gordon on top, Hunter in second place, tied with Manly. Um, in fourth place, Eastwood, fifth place, Norse, and rounding out the top six is Ramick, 27. Behind them, Sydney Uni, 24. Two Blues, not out of it, in 23. Either a West and East, but they've really got to get a wriggle on and rounding out the uh, ladder is Southern Districts and the rats. Um, Interestingly, Burjo, yep. one win, just one, not even a bonus point win between first and six. So, uh, yeah, totally. Very, very tight. Very tight. Very, very tight. I think there's, um, what do we got? We've got one, two, three, four teams in the top six with a six and three record. So it's um, exceptionally tight. Um, this weekend, uh, Classic match, Eastwood Uni at Milner. That's going to be a very interesting one. Um, Southern Districts taking on Ramwick at Foreshore. Two Blues take on the Rats at the Eric. West Harbour taking on uh, the Shoreman at Concord. Hunter at home to Eastern Suburbs. And big match, I reckon, Gordon Manley at Chatswood. That is uh, 1v equals second. And it also is... 1v2 in the club championship. Oh, yeah, there Ooh, you go. Very interesting. Yeah, those Marlins, mate, they're coming up a lot of the sneaky. I reckon so, I might be a chance of getting out there, Burjo. Well, maybe we should duck over the road for a little yum char pry. Oh, now you're talking. Ooh, some some dumplings and some code at Chatswood Oval. We've got two, <laughs> two sales properties and six rental open, so I'm going to be running. And i got a game of uh, under eight soccer uh, at 10. I'll see how I'm going, Swaney, but... I'll definitely see you for a beer at the rugby if you can get there. Oh yeah, that sounds good. I'm I'm a I'm a good chance. Maybe Casho, you can join us, mate. You're not going to get out to Concord. No, I've got uh, I've got to see the Newport Sharks go around in the morning. I'm not sure where okay. where they're playing yet, but uh, they're they're under sevens. My grandson's uh, playing there, but later uh, um, the the rest of the afternoon is open for interpretation. Oh, dumplings Ooh. and chicken feet, Casho, get involved. Oh yeah. Could be a good one. Could be a good one. All right, boys. Thank you for tuning in. I will uh, speak to you over the weekend. Have a good one. Take care.